Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. <laughs> Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my man, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, I'm in a great mood today. I think as are most Yankee fans because uh, the Bronx Bombers got their man, Mojo. Uh, everyone, of course, talking about the biggest move in uh, all of Major League Baseball. The Yankees in a seven-player deal, Mojo, bring over from the San Diego Padres 25-year-old superstar Juan Soto. Juan Soto, who is one of the most talented hitters in the entire sport, Mojo. He is someone that the Yankees desperately needed. Of course, you know, you hear people talk about the Yankees and they'll say the short portion right, but the Yankees, they had no left-handed power hitters. Well, that all changed. Now they do, Mojo. Now, as for what's going back to the Padres, uh, the, the main pieces of the deal, pitcher Michael King and uh, Kyle Higashioka, of course, the Yankees' backup catcher. There are a couple other prospects, pitchers uh, in the deal. Maybe they become great players, Mojo. But bottom line, Yankees have one of the biggest stars in baseball. Now, how do the Yankees players feel about the move? Well, good thing for us, Mojo, this morning, uh, Aaron Judge, the Yankees' captain, was on local television, was on Good Day New York, and of course they asked him about Juan Soto. Can we just talk a second about Juan Soto coming, because everybody's talking about it, it's a big trade. How do you feel? You're gonna have to move to center field. I I'm excited, you know, we gave up, you know, quite a, quite a few pieces to get him, you know, but he's a, he's a generational talent, you know, he's, mm -hmm. you know, his track record, his, his stats speak for themselves, and I think everybody, everybody in uh, the Yankee universe is pretty excited to have him. And to lefty, we might be seeing some, some you know, home runs out in right field. Exactly. What a lot of people want to see. Exactly. Uh, I and you got to just make sure that he knows you're the captain. <laughs> well, we'll be talking. We'll be talking. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right away, just let. Who's the you boss? can share socks, but you're the captain. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll have some fun. We'll have some fun. <laughs> Wow, starting it early, making sure we lay down the law from the start. Hey, welcome. I'm the captain, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Glad oh, you're man. here, though. Well, hey, New York is thrilled. You are thrilled. So that's how I measure whether or not yeah. this was really a successful move. Always crazy to me when one player gets traded for like a half a dozen you know, players <laughs> right. in total. That's awesome. But this is a huge one. Obviously, we got Aaron Judge. He's completely, completely stoked. Probably happy for a little media break, too. I yeah. mean, shoot after his contract. Aaron Judge has been the talk of the town nonstop, so I'm sure he could use a little break. Juan Soto coming in red hot. There's going to be a lot of press all over him for this one. Uh, but this is a huge, huge move. This just makes the Yankees immediately, instantaneously so much better. Uh, yeah, no, 100%, Mojo. Look, last year, and, and the Yankees, obviously, they, you know, you'll hear people say they haven't won a World Series in, a, in over a decade now. The, the Yankees, obviously, are, are always competitive. But last year, 
the closest year that I can remember in, I don't know, 20-plus years or so where there were two games over 500. They missed the playoffs. They came in a second to last place in the AL East, and they struggled, Mojo, and this is a move that they had to make. And you've seen people already say it. They say the evil empire is back. These are the type of moves that the Yankees used to make when George Steinbrenner, of course, Hal Steinbrenner, the current owner's dad, when he was here running things, George has since passed away. Uh, I have a feeling, though, uh, he is somewhere looking down Mojo today, smiling, saying, hey, you know, those are the kind of moves that the Yankees should make. All right, Mojo, moving on to Luka Doncic. Of course, Luka is one of the best players in the entire league. Last night, once again, proves that, Mojo, the guy had a triple-double at halftime. At halftime, no, he did not need the entire game. That was, yeah, 29 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists. That was literally his stat line at the half. Uh, comes back in the second half, Mojo. Uh, he didn't even play the entire second half because the Mavs absolutely obliterated the Utah Jazz. Uh, they won the game 147 to 97. They won by 50 points. Luka ends up with 40, 10, and 11. Mojo, an incredible game. And you can tell he was pumped after the game because he let an F-bomb slip Mojo on live TV. Watch this. You guys are playing happy, and I know losing two games at home is disappointing. I imagine it's pretty important to come out here and get this win and get it in 50-point. That's, re that's resounding fashion. Yeah, uh, the point I said before the game, you know, we just around and uh, we just, oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. you, you haven't been getting sleep. You haven't been getting sleep. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Mojo, so he says, he's, he lets the F <laughs> word slip, and then he realizes he messes up. So what does he say? He says uh, another four-letter curse. So, First of all, Luca and the Mavs playing like their owner just sold the team or something, <laughs> like they got something to prove. Yeah, really? <laughs> hey, this is becoming his gimmick, right? The first yeah. time was one curse word. Now we got two back-to-back. <laughs> -back. It's a thing. It's in his head. He's playing into it. He's having some fun. Eventually, he might start doing this accidentally on purpose. I don't know. <laughs> I have a feeling that might happen. I mean, this is kind of that building your character, your personality yeah. off the court kind of thing that could lead to some... Uh, Brand deals, some movie roles, TV yep. appearances. I don't know. Maybe that's his thing. He just pops up and cusses in places that he's not supposed to. I could see that being extremely entertaining. But either way, all that aside, uh, how, how do you not get a kick out of this? <laughs> Great guy, even better player. Uh, hilarious. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. 
obviously, before you were a WWE superstar, you were a college football player, a very high-level college football player. Did you know, like, in 2005, Roman, 2006, that that this guy, that Calvin Johnson Megatron, was going to be, like, an all-time legendary football player? Yes. <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did you really? No, no, no hesitation. Yeah, I, I was about to say, whenever you watch that highlight uh, uh, compilation, like, I, it must have went all night. The man just, that's what he was. It was a highlight reel. I mean, they called him Megatron. You know what I mean? Like that, when that's your nickname, you, you know what I mean? Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, of course, uh, obviously someone you know very well. That, of course, Roman Reigns, WWE superstar. Now, Mojo, if people aren't familiar, Roman Reigns was teammates with Calvin Johnson, the Hall of Fame wide receiver Calvin Johnson, Megatron, at Georgia Tech back in the day, between 2005 and 2006, the guys were, uh, again, both on the, uh, the Georgia Tech football team. Now, we know, Mojo, that uh, Calvin goes on to become one of the greatest football players of all time. And while uh, Roman didn't go on to play in the NFL, he had some health issues uh, dealing with his first bout of leukemia, which, of course, he, uh, he heroically has beaten. Uh, Mojo, he did not play football in the NFL, but goes on to uh, to become now the uh, longest reigning universal champion in WWE history. So, Mojo, we had Roman talking about Calvin Johnson. We recently had an opportunity to talk to Megatron. And much like we did with Roman, we asked Calvin about Roman Reigns. Take a look. Roman Reigns, when you look at what he has accomplished, and he's going for these all-time WWE records now. You're smiling, but what, what what is it like watching what he is, what your former Yellow Jackets teammate is doing? Man, I remember when I first got to Georgia Tech, man, I, and Joe and I, we, I always had an all for Joe just because, you know, he's just always like a badass. You know, I didn't know his lineage, you know, at the time. I just knew he was a badass. He didn't say much, but when he did say something, you listen, you know, and then it, it was awesome just to be, uh, to be able to grow my second year and be a captain. Uh, along with Joe. I remember we have an awesome um, picture coming out, maybe at North Carolina with Ball was wearing him, Reggie Ball and myself wearing these mirrored visors uh, by going, taking the captain's walk out to the middle of the field or whatever. And it was, we had that long hair flowing, man. And, you know, he was an awesome player, man. He got, you know, obviously he made it to the NFL. He had his bout uh, with cancer that derailed that. But, I mean, it was, you know, it, it's a blessing in disguise, obviously, you know, because he was able to take on some other things, man. And my man is killing it out here. He, he, I mean, he's a hell of an athlete, so it doesn't surprise me that he would, you know, whoop anybody's ass that come up against him. <laughs> Mojo, I think that's so cool to have two guys so successful, different career paths, but it's, it's amazing. Absolutely. I love that you guys got this interview too, man. That was really cool because obviously we've seen the clip of Roman talking about Megatron. We've talked a lot about Megatron's career over the years, just an unbelievable talent, but uh you don't hear that much too frequently about Roman Reigns' football career. Yeah. And, hey, I can vouch for him personally, too. I talked about this yesterday, even though my Maryland Terrapins defeated the Georgia yeah. Tech Yellow Jackets, which has hey. both Roman and Calvin Johnson on. It doesn't take away from the fact that these guys <laughs> were both incredible players. I mean, Roman was a stud, a defensive tackle, uh, not the biggest defensive tackle in the conference, but just knew his game. He stuck to his discipline. He was scrappy, had a great drive on him. He was hungry. I mean, he killed it. He had a great 
college career. He ended up going all ACC as well, which wow. when you're not playing for the conference champion or someone that's typically in that discussion, it's a lot harder to go all conference uh, when you're at the bottom or middle of the pack um, in terms of the standing. So uh, this was this was really cool to hear both of these two guys side by side captains that went on to have uh, incredibly different careers. Yeah. And as crazy as it is to say, I think Roman ended up being the more famous of the two for might be. You know, Calvin signing a seven year. What was it? A hundred and thirteen and a half million dollar contract. Ooh, that's not too bad. You would assume no one's going to be a bigger <laughs> name than that guy. Uh, but with everything Roman Reigns has done, I mean, it's incredible. He's this generation's John Cena, The Rock, wow. Stone Cold, Steve Austin. It's his turn. It's his time. He's the guy. And it's, uh, it's really cool to shed light on the previous life. Woo, it's a day to Ric Flair. You're live in Tampa, Florida. Look at it only I can look. Shout out my brother, my man, the myth, the legend. Michael Babcock. Well, Michael, <laughs> this is the Nature Boy Ric Flair, the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, son of a gun. Woo, let's kiss all the girls that made him cry. You know the deal. You know the story. You're a big part of TMZ. You're a big part of my life, brother. You keep on keeping on. Keep on being a man from the Nature Boy. Woo! <laughs> I actually watch that mojo every morning before I come to <laughs> We're going to talk about Ric Flair. Nothing to do with that clip, but I just like watching it because it makes me feel good about myself, Mojo. There is something, though, involving the nature boy uh, that has got everyone talking today. Uh, and a lot of people actually believing that Ric Flair... And Michael Chandler, yeah, the, the UFC superstar Michael Chandler, the guy who is probably going to be fighting Conor McGregor early next year. Uh, there was a video posted, Mojo, we're going to show it to you here now, to social media. And, and then we'll kind of explain what was going on here. Take a look. Five all day. I don't do what you do. You I don't do this I don't do it. I don't do lines, Rick. I'm well, then, 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 then the car shoots you. I, know, there. Dude, you I get it. You've done the thing. You're you're done. I do, I'm not even scared of you. I don't. I don't hear that. I apologize. You've been in the locker room and it wasn't. Well, I'm looking at that. What do you think about it? No, move move my hand. hand. Move my hand. No. Move my hand. You're a legend. No, I'm not. No, I'm not, I'm not actually, you actually, you, you are a cocky old man, like old man who just passed his prime, and you keep on doing your thing. Oh, five O's in the TM, dude. Just don't, just like, dude. You're right. <laughs> so, Mojo, this video is going around social media, and and people are saying Ric Flair and Mike Chandler they really got into a bar fight. Well, Mojo. I think it's a testament to their, I don't know if acting is the right word here, but it seemed real. It was not, though, Mojo. We actually talked to Michael Chandler, of course, friend of the show, and here's what he told us. He said, it was a work. Rick was teaching me the art. We are releasing a commercial for Car Shield together next week. So it was a work, Mojo. It was not real, but I'll tell you what. I thought it was, especially when they were face-to-face -face with all the talking. <laughs> 
You know, I thought it was at first Babcock, too, until that moment that Rich punched Chandler. Yeah. That's when I knew for sure it had to be a work because if Ric Flair punched Michael Chandler in the face in real life, he'd be snoozing. That would be it. I'm putting my money on Ric Flair over Michael Chandler in a UFC fight any day of the week. 74-year-old Ric Flair. would too because you made sure you put the Ric Flair shout-out video of you in the beginning of the segment that had nothing to do with anything we're talking about. The nature boy. Rick taking a takedown at 74 years old. Brother, he might not have wrestled his last match. I think he's got more in him after that one. Mojo, we know that uh, Travis Kelsey, I almost called him Taylor Swift, that Travis Kelsey has never been more popular than he is right now, thanks in much part to his girlfriend, Taylor Swift. Mojo, the question is, has the Taylor Swift influence, the Taylor Swift effect, actually had a substantial effect on Travis Kelsey memorabilia? I think it might have, Mojo, because... A Travis Kelsey jersey, a game-worn jersey, just sold for more money than any other Kelsey jersey ever had before. Now, this was way before they even knew each other, Mojo. This is a jersey from a Chiefs game that was played in November of 2019 in Mexico City. Now, that jersey, and there it is right there, it ends up selling at Golden Auctions, of course, one of the premier auction sports websites out there, for nearly 37000 bucks, Mojo. 36905 to be exact. And again, no other jersey had ever sold for that much. I know we've seen you know Kobe jerseys and Michael Jordan jerseys, certainly that have sold for, for uh, exponentially more. But the bottom line is not Nothing uh, Travis has ever sold for this much. Now, we talked to Ken Golden, of course, the founder of Golden Auctions, and here's what he said. He said, this is an all-time record for a Travis Kelsey game-used item. He has always been popular, but the success of the Chiefs, as well as the publicity he's gotten around his relationship with Taylor Swift, has added to his popularity and awareness among collectors. So, Mojo, are you buying that? Do you think that uh, Taylor Swift has had an impact even on how much his his stuff's going for? Oh, absolutely, without any kind of hesitation right now. You know, a lot of the ways that they price out merchandise uh, for pro athletes is based off of what is available on the market, what's out there on Amazon, what's out there on eBay, and that's how they gauge how frequently they want to book athletes for signings and what those prices Mm. are going to be. I got to think with him having an entirely new massive fan base now from just being with Taylor that her fans have probably bought up a ton of Travis Kelsey merch, which would immediately raise his rate. So I got to think that is a huge part of this. When you're thinking about it, what if Taylor Swift signed one of his jerseys? Would that immediately break his record? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, I think so. Kelsey signed one of Taylor Swift's microphones. And they, oh. I, I don't know what singers sell. I, they don't have jerseys. I think I a microphone or maybe one of her uh, her tour outfits or something. You know, Mojo, we were having a debate this morning, and I'm interested uh, for your take. They were debating on our TMZ on TV show. What would be more valuable? Would it be a game-used Super Bowl jersey or the jersey that he first wore when Taylor came to his first Chiefs game? 
I think it would be the Super Bowl jersey. If, if I do she too. was there, uh, if she if they had any kind of moment while he was still suited up, I think it's that because it's a it's a bigger moment. I think yeah. that would just based off of how these things typically go and how the the jersey sales spike for the bigger games yep. rather than the more personal of events to you, uh, I think it's definitely the Super Bowl jersey. So I guess the Chiefs got to win out so we can find out. Yeah, I think so too, Mojo. We know she goes back on her tour February 7th in Asia. She's got a private jet, though. A lot of people expect the Chiefs to be in the Super Bowl. Right. If, she, if, if he's there and she's there and they win and she's on the field with him can you imagine him? if we get one of those kissy photos with travis in the jersey that thing invaluable all right mojo we are just about out of time we're gonna go though from from now where we're talking about travis kelsey i think the best tight end currently playing in the nfl to the guy that a lot of people think is the greatest tight end ever period rob gronkowski mojo is going to join us tomorrow rob has a big time college football game going down the LA Bowl at SoFi in a couple of weeks. We're going to talk to Rob about that game. We're also going to ask him some Bill Belichick questions, a lot uh, to talk about as far as Bill's future is concerned. So me, you, and Gronk Mojo, family back together tomorrow should be a great show. Well, you're going to talk to him about all those things, Babcock. I think Rob and I will just make fun of each other tomorrow nonstop. I think I feel like that's going to happen too. What else are we going to do? But either way, Babcock, that'll make for the best show since Look how long my hair is getting. <laughs> it is. <laughs>